0: At Kings Therapy Pod, episode 19. Uh, We're recording this right after the Orlando Magic game on uh, August the 2nd, on uh, this beautiful, very hot Sacramento Sunday. So uh, we're going to go over what happened with the uh, Orlando Magic game. And spoiler alert, not pretty. Uh, And with me to do it, bong.
1: Yay.
0: So um, did you enjoy this game?
1: Not. At all? Yeah, I'm
0: sure, <laughs> I sure as hell didn't. Uh, let, let Let's get into it. Um, Kings uh, turn turn it over on the first possession after winning uh, the jump ball. I think Fox was trying to pass it to Rashawn, pass it to Rashawn and immediately turns it over. And you know, just to compound the issue, give him an and one to Aaron Gordon, and uh, that unfortunately was a precursor to the game. Uh, Aaron Gordon uh, was very hot. Um, the first quarter constantly making buckets all over the place making fadeaways and making threes um kings i said were also playing too fast i think there was just you know, rushing it turning it over and just yeah throwing really bad passes mm-hmm. uh what else uh what else did you have for the first quarter
1: uh like you mentioned when we were talking uh luke challenges fox's offensive foul and you know Got overturned, so that was nice. A great three-point play. Uh, I thought we were missing a lot of good looks, especially Buddy Heald. Lots oh. of good looks.
0: I said that Buddy was in his head that, like, that first quarter, and it really didn't get any better the rest of the game. Like he he passed up threes and missed layups and easy shots. Mm-hmm. It was it was ugly.
1: Yeah, our defense was also a little stagnant, especially with the bigger men, uh, letting Aaron Gordon like. Get these uh, easy uh, point, paint points and also baking threes. Uh, also, a lot of foul trouble, too. Not not like trouble trouble, but, you know, giving them fouls that we shouldn't have given. And, uh, you know, votes look pretty pretty okay out there. Uh, also hit that buzzer beater three across the court.
0: I will say, like, all the shots that Markell hit, hit would with... The mid rangers, they're like, eh, you don't want to give those up, but at the same time, fine. If he makes it, he makes it. But like the three hit, I'm like, eh, fine. We'll give him that. But yeah, it was it was an ugly defensive uh first quarter. We had, we ended up trailing them uh forty-four to twenty-six. So, you know, cue the comeback music, right?
1: Yeah. We always come back in the second half, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, I hate that we keep digging ourselves into these holes. But uh, on to the second quarter. Uh, so Kings start out playing some pretty good basketball for about a, a minute or so. Uh, after Ro- after Terrence Ross hits a tough three, uh, we ended up starting like pressing full court and like started playing some really good basketball, getting the ball moving, getting open threes. And it culminated with uh, Harry um, trying to tip, I think it was, I think it was Kent Bazemore. try to tip in a Kent Bazemore layup, getting the rebound, and then smashing it back into the... Ri- spa- uh, smashing it back into the basket. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Like, you know, putting some good vibes, and then it kind of fell apart. Mm-hmm. And yeah, guess was... who... And wanted to want to take a guess of who killed the comeback, I guess?
1: Who? Wait, in uh, our team?
0: No, on their team.
1: On their team? Uh, I mean... It felt like a lot of players in their team, uh, whatchamacallit, started to come back.
0: Well, it was Aaron Gordon. Remember that guy? Yeah, he was hot in the first quarter. He stayed yeah. hot. He uh, stayed Harry hot. did have a good stretch, but the lead just kept getting bigger and bigger. And, uh, yeah, what else do you have?
1: Uh, yeah, Terrence Ross. making. He made probably three threes this quarter.
0: I don't know. I lost Cal. I I think I stopped giving a fuck at this point. Like, uh, yeah. I was pretty angry.
1: Yeah, Kings were drawing good fouls during that uh, stretch you were talking about. But, you know, most of the time we couldn't convert offensively. Uh, Harry Giles, yeah, I would like to see him more in this game. And we do see him more in this game with his screens, points, and rebounding. Uh, let's see. Uh, Yeah, we got a lot of bad passes again in this quarter, which led to a lot of Magic's points. Yeah, those turnovers we cannot give up because this game, the Magic really converted it into points real well. Uh, And I don't want to say this, but, you know, Fox misses both free throws at the end of the second quarter. So, yeah, that's about it for me.
0: okay well that was uh basically to cap off a really ugly half uh again as i said we trail oh no i haven't said it yet uh we trail 78 to 54 at the end of the half and amazingly it doesn't get any better uh so to start the third quarter it was actually a really nice start like i think uh fox started to press full court like started getting physical and it looked like the pressure was kind of getting to the magic then all of a sudden guess who's back guess who's back it's Aaron Gordon again. He hit a 3 and then he hit another 3 because why the hell not? And yeah. uh yeah. So that basically capped off another kill. Basically killed another Kings run and it just kept getting worse. Uh the lead ended up at 33 with 3 minutes ago. I think it did get almost get to 40. I don't think it actually did get to 40, but you know, um once it got to around 36 uh magic smelled blood in the water and just started to really up the pressure they started trapping the kings and the kings just couldn't handle it and uh yeah it that basically was yeah the ultimate culmination and we've already said culmination uh, like three times now but basically this is kind of just what it was it just kept getting worse and worse what do you have
1: yeah uh during the third quarter, I, I almost gave up taking notes. So here's my notes. Uh, G-Man, our commentator, uh, mentioned that the Orlando Magic is a bottom-tier three-point team. And it didn't look that way this game. We we just gave up a lot of threes. Uh, Terrence Ross made those hard threes that I didn't expect to fall. Yeah he, um, yeah,
0: he looked like Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, and Kevin Durant mixed into one player, basically.
1: Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, it wasn't fun at all. Um, there was a, a play where I think three Kings players were at an end of the court. Um, someone passed it to Fox, and I guess Fox, what do I, I thought he had an open shot like, in the paint, but instead he passes it to another guy. Uh, inside the paint. He tries to make the shot and misses. That that was saddening. Funny, funny quote from Doug Christie. Should I even say this?
0: Uh, It's totally up to you.
1: I guess. I mean, uh, I mean, all he says is, feel the D. I need to feel it. Grab it. Hold it. Smack it. Do something. Come on, baby. In his Doug Christie voice, not my voice.
0: You sound like you really got into that one. Okay, uh, let's move on to the fourth quarter. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Jonathan Isaac unfortunately does get injured. Um, Doug Christie on the broadcast said it's, it's uh, likely an ACL. We don't know yet. Um, we'll probably get new an update on that very soon. Uh, Hope he mm. is okay. You know, good young player, um, and you know he he is the Magic's um, future star basically. So. Yeah, you know he's a good kid, and yeah, hope he comes back better. And it was nice to see all the players kind of gather to him and just kind of give him words of encouragement. And it's kind of one of those things where I was, we were all like collectively scared of, like, is someone going to get injured, and you know, because they haven't played basketball in a while. And uh, like, you know, some players that were injured, like Isaac, was injured at the end of the season before the seat before the season got shut down, and. You know, there were doubts if he was gonna come back, and you know, he decided to come back, and unfortunately, this he's gonna be the first casualty to uh injury within the bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just too bad. Yeah. Uh so you know, I, I wanted the Kings to do this the entire game. So Corey Brewer starts setting examples, he starts getting physical with these guys. He starts he started pressing, I think it was Michael Carter Williams, kind of annoying him, kind of pissing him off. And also, full court pressing Markel Fultz, I think, at some points. And yeah, like that's what I wanted for the Kings to do the, the entire game. Just get physical with shooters, you know, throw them off their rhythm, get, get them annoyed, get in their head. And that's what you need to do when a team is steaming hot. And it, unfortunately, it was just too little, too late. Um, and also, about the blood in the water thing. Steve Clifford knows how to coach defense. Like, you can see, like, how they were forcing guys baseline and, like, kind of shutting off that corner pass, and they had a perfect a perfect example where they forced Corey Brewer to the baseline and then just closed off that baseline, I think it's called the hammer pass, and, yeah, I just hope, you know, Luke can, you know, at some point instill that defensive philosophy into the Kings.
1: Reading over my notes, it's Pretty negative stuff. Um, Quan makes an appearance in this quarter. He's looking good, uh, even though it's, uh, at this point, kind of garbage time minutes. Um, there was a point in the like fourth quarter where I'm I, going to say uh, Magic had almost doubled the free throw attempts than the Kings. Uh, it ended up with uh, 18 to 22 uh, free throws for the Kings versus The Magic's 28 to 35 free throws. Uh, Terrence Ross tied uh, AI for all-time free pointers as the 98th player, which is nice, I guess. Uh, Yeah, that's that's about it. Well, I guess uh, this garbage time uh, had the Kings only down by 16 points instead of a grand total of potentially 40 points am i right
0: yeah something like that it was i mean like you know it's garbage time so there's nothing we can really take away from but DeQuan jeffries is good like i'd I like to see him get more minutes you know? mm-hmm. and uh harry like got more minutes this game i think he i thought he was really good and oh, yeah. uh yeah like maybe cory brew should get more minutes i don't think he's good but like he can really set an example, like show the young the young folks what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, get physical with guys, be an irritant. Do not be afraid to piss people off and get people not to like you. And uh, yeah, let's uh, you know, like we lost this game and we are now a f- we are now three and a half games behind uh, the Grizzlies, and San Antonio is now the ninth seed, and we are two. One and a half games behind them, so it'll be actually quite a bit of a catch to get to the ninth seed. You know, we've kind of dug ourselves into a hole, but we have a habit of digging ourselves out somehow. So hopefully that does happen. And uh, yeah, so it it only gets tougher from now on because next game is against the Luca man. Yeah, and I've talked to you just just before we recorded. Like we might actually be even more angry if they win this next game because that just begs the questions why didn't you beat the why didn't you beat these two teams yeah easy
1: you know, potential easy winners
0: you know fine, like you know the team may may have needed some time to get ready, like hopefully that's the positive we can take from this like now we know what to look out for and what not to do and what we need to work on, and you know. Hopefully, we start to get our rhythm back. Hopefully, Buddy gets out of his head now, and hopefully, you know, we learn to play more physical when people are hot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um. So, today, uh, Blazers lost to the Celtics um and grizzlies lost but the spurs won the spur again as i said spurs are now the ninth seat so they refuse to die and like they might end up being the team to make the playoffs and they continue their what 22 year streak or whatever yeah which is crazy the spurs are just incredible hmm um, some extra uh, notes. Uh, I, you know, just I managed to get the uh, Kings broadcast today, and I got a chance to listen to a Doug Christie and the G-Man. Doug Christie is very, very knowledgeable about the game. It's just great to see, like, just to hear him talk about the game. And I think, you know, Kings have an assistant position open. You know, why not hire Doug?
1: Yeah, right. that would be pretty good. I don't know why. Maybe he likes that like commentating job because he's been doing it for quite a while now
0: yeah maybe he just likes the lifestyle about it maybe he just doesn't want to deal with the stresses of being an assistant coach like it's not a very like easy job by any means but I would love to see him there very smart guy like just listen to him talk about basketball it's just it's really insightful commentary that he provides and I feel like he can, you know, transfer that to the assistant's job. And you know, hopefully, you know, he likes he thinks about it. I think he'd be great. I think he'd be great at communicating it to the uh to um the players because he can like get he can get like explained to us. Like, you know, I imagine he can explain it to the players. So that's another thing I kind of another thought I had. Going forward, you know, we, we need to pick it up. Like it only gets harder. As I said, like, it wasn't the end of the world. when We lost the Spurs, and it's not the end of the world now. But, boy, is it going to be hard going forward. hmm So, yeah, Kings uh, needs to pick it back up, and, you know, we're rooting for them. Like, we don't, you know, King. I mean, I mean Spurs are going to, you know, keep their record going. We don't want to keep our losing record going. We're about to head to what? We're about to tie for, uh, you know, um years without the playoffs. I think we're, you know, right on 15 with the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's something to keep in mind. No pressure. But, yeah. So, going forward, uh, we're facing Luka on, what, Tuesday, I think? I don't have it in front of me. But, uh, yeah. So, so yes, Tuesday. Um, so, we'll see how that goes. And, uh, hopefully, we do get a W there. Like, we really need one at this point. We definitely do. Okay, well, that's it for this episode. Uh, we'll, we'll catch you guys back, hopefully, uh, with both of us. I don't... Are you... Are you, Well, we'll see if you're free on yeah,
1: Tuesday. Yeah, we'll see. Depend, it depends on the time, too.
0: Yeah. Is it so, an early game? Uh, let me check. I have it right here. Uh, ooh, actually, I can't even watch it. Never mind. It's 1130 in the morning. Dear God, I don't think <laughs> yeah, I could watch it, too. So we will not actually be recapping. Uh, j- this is just Justin. We will not be recapping. The game. Uh, we, yeah, we also won't be recapping the uh, New Orleans game either. But we will recap. Uh, if we can't even recap the Brooklyn game. Okay, uh, we'll we'll come back at the end of the week with possibly like a summary of all three games, and we'll get a, a nice long podcast there with us just talking about the Kings. And we'll look forward to seeing you there. Alright, see you guys on the next episode. Yep, see you guys later.